Welcome back, everybody. And ah, oh, fuck me. Welcome back. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the last edition of the FTK World Athletics Championship Special, the eleventh episode. This is it. fuck me. What is going on? Because <laughs> I'm trying to do a, a special like last sort of thing. I've just fucked it. <sighs> Welcome back, everybody, to the 11th and final episode of the FTK World Athletics Championship Series. This special series is brought to you by Up There Athletics. Up There Athletics is Melbourne's home of running, elevating the burgeoning running community in Melbourne and beyond by offering high-end product and fostering the community and social sides of the sport. Offering a curated selection of men's and women's footwear and apparel from running stalwarts such as Nike, Adidas, New Balance, Hoka and Saucony. Up there Athletics also carry international heavyweights, Tracksmith, District Vision, Satisfied Running, and more. Drop into their physical space at 179 Flinders Lane or shop the full collection online at uptherathletics.com. It's it, mate. Last yeah. day. Lucky because you just stuffed that readout six times. Yeah. Yeah, it's because so, I'm getting emotional, to be honest. Emotional yeah, of happiness. Over this, your words. this damn thing is over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's been good. It has been a very busy. Uh, 11 days. Did you expect it was going to be this much work? No, definitely not. I knew it was going to be a lot of work, but I didn't expect it to have the impact it has. Yeah. Um, but it's been great. I've loved every every moment of it. I enjoyed my day off yesterday. Yeah. How does it feel being back in the studio? You said everything was a bit- Everything's moved. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know. Usually I can grab my phone from there. I can't reach it now. And yeah, Luke needs a bit more room. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good having Luke, but um, there's no point. You never li- listen back to episodes anyway, so you're not going to listen to that. No. It was good though. It was good. I think it was good. Yeah. He can speak, so. That's why I, sure did, I didn't have good. to do too much work. I had to sort of direct him back to the topic, you yeah. know, so we're not- Kept trying know, to speak about Commonwealth Games. 12, 12 hour highlights of Luke's yeah. special. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he was good. He was good. Uh, yeah, it's been a um, good day, good uh, 10, 11 days of athletics. Um, yeah. Incredible. The amount of- I've learnt- in this, yeah. uh, in this 11 days. And I think you too. Obviously, my learning curve is probably a little steeper than yours. But um, yeah, it's been great. It's going to put us in good stead for next year when we do it. I know. Hopefully, lucky that's like 11 months away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where is the next World Champs? Don't we talked about this on, the other day. Was don't it? put this on me. Come on. Budapest, I think. Yeah, you reckon? That's what I'm guessing. Um, yeah, as we're recording this, the... We still have a couple of events on. Budapest 23. Yep. Yeah, nice. The uh, pole vault is going and the women's 400, 4x4 4x4, yeah. is um, about to go. So we'll give you live updates on that. There could be two world records coming in. Yeah. Which we, we might just have like a, a bit of silence while we're recording. So a little we watch it. fun fact, unless this has been broken. I told you this the other day that the women's 400 meter world record and the women's 4x4 world record mm. both set in Canberra. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Speaking of world records, world record today in the women's 100-meter hurdles, um, 12-12 in the semis and 12-06 by the Nigerian athlete. I actually didn't see the semi. Did she celebrate the world record like massively? Um, no, I think she, she celebrated a lot more in the uh, final. You know definitely, that like but- the world record thing where you go down next to the clock and you get your photo taken? Do they do that if it's in a semi? I don't know. Yeah, I, interesting I question, think that hey? they definitely would. Yeah. Yeah, which is fine. You're like, oh, I've got to go and yeah, uh, warm like, down. Oh, you've got like 5,000 photographers. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, you've just done a big sprint and then, you know, your knees are getting all locked up. Yeah. You're bending down for so long next to the next to the. But uh, yeah, Toby Amusan was, uh, who holds the world record now. 12.06. She's going to go sub 12. 
Yeah, pretty crazy. That's crazy. Been some, yeah, big breakthroughs. Uh, yeah, we, we had a mixed bag in the uh, women's 100 hurdles. Uh, Liz Clay in the heats, unfortunately, smacked a hurdle and has broken her foot. Oh, that's horrible. Which is, yeah. And Liz, like, if anyone doesn't know, we actually, I actually spoke to Liz a few months ago and asked her to come on the podcast and she said she was keen Yeah, and I've just never followed it up. So, no, that's fine. <laughs> uh, no, I said, I said for season two and um, yeah, I just haven't organized it, but we will. We'll definitely we'll, have her on. Yeah. Um, I don't know her personally. But, but she's got a good story. She had so many injury problems and- um, her, Nah, they don't like her. <laughs> yeah. But like her, she would kind of get to a good level and then get a broken foot. Like yeah, not shit. from hitting the hurdles, but just like stress fractures and stuff. And- uh, but then has had such a good few years and like a huge breakthrough. Yeah, She's huge like going to be a star. Um, so hopefully this foot heals quickly and she can get back. Get back there. So um, that means no com games, right? No com games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So pretty bad. Poor but, Liz. Uh, yeah. Um, Celeste Mucci, um, unfortunately hit a hurdle as well in the semi, um, the second last hurdle. And I don't think she actually got across the line. I think she like walked across the line, but yeah. got DQ'd. Michelle Janicki, PB. 1266 after years of not running PB. So, um, yeah, good by her. But, yeah, hopefully Celeste's okay and hopefully Liz gets it, has a quick comeback. But For sure. Um, Men's 5,000, hey? Yeah, exciting, wasn't it? It was um, pretty crazy. Obviously, Mohamed listens to the podcast and heard me saying Grant Fisher will not get a medal <laughs> because 100 to go, he cost him a medal. Definitely. We were, we were both ch- chanting at the screen. We're like, holy shit, holy shit Grant Fisher's going to get this. And he looked really good and it's just boom, yeah. split second like that. And you also like, obviously he didn't give up, but he went back. Oh, he went back. It was just, and then it's oh, sort of that You lose momentum and yeah. it's just. And then it's, of course, you just go, well, there's my chance. Yeah. And you probably, before you even realize, yeah, then you come Instead of sprinting, you're going, fuck, yeah. like doing that for a split second. And then. And then yeah. you lose it. Three people gone past you. Yeah. A lapse of concentration and then boom, that's it. But yeah. Hey, hey it, it cost him a medal. I was going to ask you, obviously that's not. Mohamed's fault. How would you, if you were in that position, say it's you and Rambo coming down the straight and he does that to you? Yeah, I was kind of, I was thinking about like, yeah, imagine me and Jack. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, and it's one of those even, things. It's like, you know, he obviously has not, not done it deliberately, but surely. I know. Be so I a- think the way that Mo runs, he's like very lopey and he clips people and causes havoc all the time. Havoc all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I just wonder. And I was thinking about this, like, imagine me and Jack, like, Jack's in front of me, I'm right behind. Yeah. I love how I, I said you and Rambo and you just put Rambo to the side and brought in Jack for this little yeah. match. <laughs> Rambo would usually sit on me <laughs> in a race. <laughs> but uh, and Jack's usually not in front of me in a race. So, I don't know. But uh, I don't want to race Jack ever again. <laughs> He's a lot better now. But uh, he, yeah, I was thinking about it. I, I feel like with training partners, you give them a little bit more yeah. room. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, if, if it costs cost you a medal, I'm sure you, you know, it's not their oh, fault. You'd be, but it would, oh, no. You're probably be, not going to be having a having a beer opposite the dining hall with them, you know, yeah. just being like, ah, oh, well, you know, we'll be right. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder. Uh, yeah, it'd be, we should it'd have, be good we should to have see. Grant, Grant on the podcast yeah. next week to see if he's still mates with him. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be, yeah, I really do wonder what they're like right now if, if they're celebrating together and yeah. what Joe Schumacher's saying and, yeah, pretty crazy, pretty, but it was insane. I think. Look, I said, um, I think Jakob was definitely going to be the one to beat. Luke and I talked about this yesterday. Obviously, that he was he, the commentator mentioned he was embarrassed in that fifteen hundred, yeah. and you could see it in his face. Um, but he just came there today with a point to prove. 
Like, I know. I, I can be world champion. Um, and it just showed. How just funny was, like, it, was it him getting drinks on the back straight? Well, we thought he was getting a drink. So The no. first time, I think he actually was revving up the crowd. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's I think what, he. I think no. I think they got confused. I think they thought he was revving up the crowd, but he yeah. was telling the drink people he was coming to get okay. a drink. Yeah, because I did and see then, him motion his, his yeah, yeah. hands. Yeah. And then probably the crowd thought he was doing it, and like, he's like, "Shut up!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, don't worry, you can celebrate me soon. Yeah, but he yeah he missed it the first time I think, and then got it the second time. Yeah, but yeah, pretty pretty casual. Just and then he just got to the front yeah. like he well, early like he on, does. Chapter guy was sort of seemed like he was pushing the pace. Um, yeah, two thirty six first k. Yeah. Which is moving, especially because it's hot. Look, he was yeah. he was slipping back. It's a bit. It's a lot of racing. Yeah. Um, so obviously he looked a bit tired because Brager as well was yeah. back in thirteenth. So Chevrolet was ninth. So not great. Um, but yeah. Anyway, Yarkov won in thirteen oh nine. Jacob Crop from Kenya was uh, second in also thirteen oh nine, and Oscar Chalima came flying home. Yeah. Uh, for third place. So. So I think that third. I think it, the way Grant looked, that was was going to be Grant's spot. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, it definitely looked like it. he he looked good. Yeah. It was the thing. So but we, were, we were like, shit, he's going, he's going. Yeah, With like one fifty. I was to like, go. someone clip him. I have to be right. Like, <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, yep, job done. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, good run from Grahalva. Yeah, I how the hell did that happen? I know. Fourth place, he, and he came flying home too. Um, and that'd be his, his like second fastest time, I think. And yeah. he was like closing hard. Yeah. It was so phenomenal to see. It was a good, uh, yeah, good last um, men's distance race to yeah. watch. Um, and then the women's. Women's 800. We, we both had our locks. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> so, I have to apologize. We have to go back to the first episode. And Joel has said that Jakob and Gabrissin was his lock. I did, confidently. I but said- then since he lost, he's been saying a thing mo. Is his luck. <laughs> so, yeah, I have to apologize. had a message um, from Gabriel Briggs saying, uh, he messaged us saying, can we launch an inquiry into Joel changing his lock from Jacob to Mo? And I thought, what's he talking about? And I went back, looked at the episode one notes. Yeah, I said Jacob was my lock for the 1500. <laughs> and I've just somehow <laughs> attached myself to, to your lock for the, for the women's 800. Um, I want to go back and listen to that episode because I really, I think I probably said, look, that's my lock, but I'm going to pick another one. I don't know. Anyway. I yeah, we will have to go back and see. Yeah, we will. No, but you've already, in the, we looked at our notes exactly. and you said, yeah, I'm giving you a lock. That was my, it, so it was my lock. It definitely was your lock. But um, so yeah, I have to apologize for that. So my lock didn't come through, but yep, yeah, go on. Mind you. Brag though. about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the Women's 800 was exciting. Uh, was kind insane. of what, what we thought. It would be, or I didn't everyone think, thought it would be, but I thought like Keely was going to get it. Oh, you, you actually thought in? Sorry, not before the race. In, during in, the race, during the race, I know. with 150 yeah. to go I, or 100 to go, I thought she was because Mo was sort of tightening up and Keely was going, and Ke- it looked like Keely was trying to go in up the inside, but then it was just the gap. It was, was just like tight. it was like two centimeters too short, and, and so just, she couldn't really. Yeah, you lose right the momentum through. a little yeah. bit. She sort of had to hold a little bit, and then once that was it, as sort of that's a chance. You know, yeah. they're running it. They're it's, going max. They're both sprinting down the straight in lane, both in lane one. Yeah, like. <laughs> exactly. It was it, it was phenomenal, but um, yeah. Look, we were saying this before. Keely, obviously being super young, is so a, is a big bright. Well. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, they're both. And you can say a big, a bright future for the sport. It's like she just got second in the world. She's already, yeah, you know, at the t- right near the top. Um, and like Mary Mora from uh, Kenya, Kenya as well, like the bronze medal. She, she was 
Right, right there with right them there, as well. Yeah. So it was super it's exciting. A, yeah, it was very exciting. Um, I can. Eight hundreds are probably my favorite event to watch. The Ethiopian was also. She's also twenty years old as well. So yeah, I think we got some good years of women's eight hundred coming up for sure. For sure, it was um yeah really really exciting competition. And for the last yeah, that day. was it's definitely one of my highlights of the competition. The the women's eight hundred. It um a good way to close out. Yeah. The the, the distance events. That's it. And oh, um, apart from, I guess, we had the decathlon 1500, which was <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> it's exciting for me because I can go, shit, I could beat all these guys with yeah. the 1500. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I hate watching the decathlon 1500. <laughs> it is pretty funny seeing just the, because like over like the 100, they're all pretty even. You know, it's yeah. like, they're, they're, you know, the, the, the difference between the, the best and the, the worst is because they're all quite muscly um, and strong and fast. But, you know, the 1500, there's a big discrepancy between the first and last. But right? it's, and it's like 200 meters. They take every other event seriously. Yeah, and then, and then they just go, oh, The 1500 well. is like, oh, yeah, we'll just do that at the end. And yeah. we're, everyone's bad at it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like- exactly. Um, but, yeah, that's a wrap on, on the 11 days of competition. Um so we thought we'd save the the best interview for last. Yeah, we were Did- lucky. So we had organised with Jess Hull um, to get her on early, yeah. straight after her fifteen final, yeah. and then she messaged me saying she had COVID. Um, lost so her voice. Lost her voice. Not that that really matters on the podcast because we had Luke Matthews on co-hosting with yesterday. And voice. He, pretty much, he pretty much lost his voice. Um, yeah. So Jess said, oh, "Can you give me a few days?" And we gave her until the last day, and she's a a uh, regular listener so we had to make sure we got her on and yeah it was great to she hear about her out. she's recovering and yeah called you called out which is out good for, for, having, <laughs> for thinking her uh, o, Oregon O was a love heart I'm I glad uh, I reckon she changed she, she was like fuck it was a love yeah, heart yeah, she looked back she's like, yeah, what she's, was that she's like, what, o, what, what does that look like Oregon oh yeah I'll, I'll tie it to that Oregon yeah <laughs> um, but she definitely is the listener because she could recall things we've said where, where Stewie he's like yeah I've been listening and then Thanks after for getting me through the competition yeah, after he goes yeah I listened to one of the early ones like, yeah, that weird electronic track at the start I, yeah. I've listened to that and then I phase out yeah it kind of scares me that electronic track I think <laughs> <laughs> people don't really listen to that music do they <laughs> anyway here's the Jess interview enjoy it now for our very last interview um, just been in COVID and isolation and, and finally about to get out um, Jess Hull how are you I'm good, thanks, guys. Thanks for calling in and entertaining me for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, how's it how's it been the last few days being in ISO? It hasn't been too bad. I think um, being able to come home and like be in my own house has probably made it so much better than if I was just like in the sick room, which was just a dorm at the university on my own. So um, it was pretty convenient being just two hours from home. Yeah. Um, how, how are you feeling now? Much better today. So um, it definitely knocked me for about four days, which I think um, was maybe probably just due to the timing of things, like being super ready to go. I probably didn't have much resistance or immunity. So it just wiped me out. But um, I was able to jog yesterday and today and um, just very slowly. But yeah, step by step. So good to see some progress. I suppose that's the thing, obviously, being an elite athlete, working your way up to a, a championship like championship like Worlds, you, your body's like on the line in terms yeah. of you know, fitness and still you're so susceptible to illness and stuff. Run us through like when did you start feeling sick and Leah, when did you find out like that you had COVID? Yeah, I started to feel a bit flat on the Sunday, which was our rest day between the semi and the final. And um, I kind of just put it down to nerves. I was like, oh, like 
I wasn't really hungry or anything. And I was like, oh, I think I'm just nervous. Uh, Why does everything <laughs> smell funny? I must be nervous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I never lost my taste or my smell. So I just was like kind of lost my appetite a little bit. And um, my body was a bit sore. But I was like, well, I've run two rounds. So this is probably yeah. normal. Um, and then the morning of the final, I was like, I woke up and I was, I was clearly sick, but I wasn't, I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't want anyone to fuss, like my coaches or anything. I was just like, I just got to get through today. And I was like telling myself, I like, maybe it's just because I'm here and I'm talking to more people and I've like lost my voice. <laughs> like <Yeah>. that. <laughs> oh, and it like, is like, there is a lot going on as well. Like, like with the, with all the races and just, it is a nervous time. So your body does react to it funny as well. And yeah. the soreness of, as you said, yeah. racing two rounds. Yeah, I was like trying to convince myself I was fine. Um, so I kind of was just like, I just got to get through tonight. Um, but I think as the day kind of went on, I was like, I definitely have COVID. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to, <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I was like, I'm going to be fine to do this race. I've done so much for it. And I kind of was just like, I'm going to, if I can't really physically focus on it, I'm mentally going to get through this. So I just, uh, and then um, our team was kind of having, um, to celebrate Sinclair and I being done, we were allowed to have our family and our partners come around, which we've kind of stayed away from everyone in the lead up to this as a COVID precaution. Um, <laughs> so Daniel was taking a COVID test um, to be able to come into our team house. And I was like, I should probably take one too. And it was instant. <laughs> so wow. yeah, don't know where I got it or anything, but um, didn't, yeah, everyone around me was fine at that point in time. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hard these days. Like it's just a lot of people catching it. You don't really know where you get it from. Um, take us through the fifteen hundred and how you feel about it. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty proud of the race. I think um, I definitely seen a different side of myself, which is like pretty cool, and I think it will unlock a lot going forward. Um, just kind of having sort of known that, like physically, I might not have felt the best, but I, I knew there's a lot of athletes around in the past to have done crazy things when they've been injured or sick. So I was like, I, I'm just going to be one of those athletes today and um, shut my, like become unaware of how I'm feeling and just focus on getting through the race. Um, I think it was a pretty, I was able to kind of just rely that I have, um, I didn't really take in Pete's race plan at all. <laughs> he was giving it to me and I, <laughs> I don't think I really like absorbed it. I was just thinking I just need to breathe. <laughs> so yeah. What was um, his race plan out of interest? To go with whatever. Basically, um, yeah, if it was, if Sagai and Kip Yegon went crazy, but if Laura Muir went with it, go right with it um, and kind of, yeah, put myself right in it. Um, but I kind of knew I, in my head, I was like, okay, well, I didn't think they would go out in 58 seconds. But um, yeah. in my head, I was kind of just like, I can't go crazy the first 300 because I was just like, physically, I can't like let my heart rate just go skyrocket because I just I'll be done so I was kind of thinking if I just if I just build into this I might be okay <laughs> um I suppose so, yeah, you have to be more flexible in a race plan when you've got COVID running through your veins <laughs> yeah well I sickness I guess at that point I was yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah so yeah, you didn't know but that's yeah it. but no I think um that's probably what the hardest part is is that I didn't really quite get a shot to see what I was capable of um but I'm pretty proud of seven like that was I can walk off the track from that race and be like happy compared to like Tokyo, where I was a little bit like, oh, what just happened? So um, yeah. that's kind of like I was pretty satisfied with it. And um, yeah, we'll rebuild and 
hopefully next year I can get a, a clear run. <laughs> I don't know how many athletes can come seven in the in the world with sickness. Yeah. It's pretty pretty special. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be a good result without sickness. And now that you know that after the race, it's like, it's like okay, wow, there's definitely more there. Um, we spoke with Georgia a little bit about the clock stopping at 55. Did you see that? <laughs> I did see that. <laughs> yeah. And I was, uh, I, and I spoke to Sonia as well and she said it definitely affected the second pack. Yeah. Like Sinclair usually doesn't look at the clock. So it was interesting after the race kind of hearing that she also seen it because normally like I'm after the race normally and I'm like, Oh, we went through like 600 or K in this. And she's like, really? We did. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty alert to it. So seeing 55. I was just thinking that I'd seen 46 at 300 for our pack. And I was like, okay, this is fast, but I can do this. Um, but 55, I was just like, whoa, like they're going to come back to us. There's no way. Yeah. So, um, and yeah. then I didn't even realize that like the race is a bit of a blur, which is not usual for me. I'm usually like able to recall a lot of it, but um, like I didn't realize until after like we finished and like I looked at the results on my phone that Miss Jesher actually did come back to us. So um, yeah, <laughs> got to give huge credit to Kip Yegon and, um, Sagai and then Laura, like from where Laura was at six weeks ago to run 355 in the final. Yeah. It's pretty remarkable. Yeah. Big so. improvement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now you do get a kind of a chance to, to run again at Com Games. Um, yeah. so what events are you doing at Com Games? Yeah. So just the 1500 at Com Games, um, which is, uh, up against Laura again so uh, I'm yeah. proud for her too so it'll be pretty crazy but it'll be a, a great race to be part of and um, you can sort of see the Brits of um, well she runs for Scotland there but they've definitely prioritised the race because it's uh, in the final session on the Sunday afternoon so um, I'm expecting okay, it to cool. be pretty wild yeah yeah do you know what Kenyans are doing it uh, so Winnie Chibet is in there and Edna Jabatok so they're, okay. yeah, pretty solid, but at the moment, no Kip Yegon. I don't know if they can yeah. add her late or anything, but um, I have a feeling she's going to, like, I'm in the Monaco Diamond League a few days later, and I, I am hearing rumblings that she's going to go for the world record there. So I wow. think um, I think she might skip Com Games and just go yeah. fully in on that, So which would be pretty awesome. It'd be cool, too. yeah. Com Games would be good not having Ruth there because, like, it kind of changes the race and, and not having Sega there because... Yeah. <laughs> Tesco. Now it's like you got t- Tesco. Yeah, yeah Tesco. <laughs> yeah, Sonia sent me that. and But she also sent me it and goes, it's say- the way she spelled it was Segway. And I'm like, it's not Segway. I'm not saying Segway on air. And then I, like we heard on YouTube, it was like Segway. So, but yeah, Tesco is pretty good. Um, <laughs> it's so hard getting everyone's names right, Jess. Trust me. But it definitely will be a different kind of race. Um, kind of just with, with Laura being like the favorite as well. Um like, cause she has to now control the race a little bit more or, yeah. or someone has to find out a way to win. It, it's not going to be a 55 or 58 first lap. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I hope not, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we never know now. Hopefully no field event person walks through and cl- clocks yeah. the time again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think in a normal state of mind, not just trying to breathe, I think in a normal state of mind, I would have realized it was wrong. But in that, that day in the circumstances, I was just like, whoa, okay, that's what we're going to have to learn how to do now. <laughs> yeah, wow. Um, so what's yeah. the plan from here? Like, obviously, you got to have to see how you're feeling the next few days and um, but, and then just get jogging and then get back into training. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, Pete and I have a plan for Saturday um, and I'm supposed to fly on Saturday. So uh, we'll just okay. sort of see how the week goes and um, I'll give myself a little test run on Saturday in training um, and just sort of make sure I'm not going to, 
totally not be ready. Um, and then we'll kind of just go, I'll go to Europe for sure next Saturday. So, um, as well, as long as I'm testing negative and everything and can safely fly. Um, but yeah, yeah, I'll get over there next Saturday. Um, for hopefully for the the heats of the, to the 15 of the conference. So the final is two weeks today. So the heat would be 12 days away. Yeah. Yeah. So plenty of time. Yeah. So it seems to be a pretty good amount of time with what, um, my teammates who have had COVID kind of had to work with. So hopefully it should be, yeah, it should be good. And I'm just running 15s from here on out. Uh, so it's like, we don't have to do too much of the base stuff now. Let's just get sharp again. Yeah. It's not like you missed that much training anyway. Like you've missed probably two hard 5Ks. Yeah. Um, like this week, but you, it's not like you're doing like thresholds or anything that you've missed. You, you've just... No. You could be a blessing in disguise missing those fires. Yeah, it might be nice and fresh. Yeah, maybe. It might bring the legs back around. So, yeah, yeah. It, might, it might sustain me kind of through the Diamond League finals now, having a bit of a rest week. So, we'll see. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Thanks, Jess. It's been really good. Thanks. I know you're a, a listener of the podcast, so it's always good to yeah. have you on. And thank you very much. Saved the best till last. <laughs> I had to improve my O across the week because I was <laughs> getting harassed by Joel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. We thought it was a love heart. <laughs> That's too good. <laughs> I saw it was an O, but yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks very much, Jess. Thanks no so much, way. Jess. Well, hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, Brett is going to take us through the first off some breaking news uh, world, world record in the uh, uh, men's pole vault, Mono de Plantis. Literally a minute did ago. Happen, did that happen while Jess was talking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 6.21. Just broke by one centimetre. He's probably done that deliberately. Yeah, exactly. You know, like yeah. Usain Bolt when he would just break it by a little bit so he could keep breaking it and getting, getting the paychecks. Yeah. <laughs> so that's uh, a couple of hundred grand bonuses. Uh, three. Yeah, wow. Um, I wonder if world records going in this. In do, this uh, does camp? the woman in the um, 100 hurdles yeah, the get it twice? Yeah, the commentator mentioned that. Yeah. Well, I reckon there'd be a there'd be a clause. I would suggest there's probably not. Yeah, I bet you I, I they've, yeah. they've put a clause in. You know, they would have thought about that. Yeah, surely only one. Yeah, one per event. One per but, event. Yeah, I wonder if what happens if someone got it in the semi and then another person got it in the final. Then I reckon it would be both people get know, it. What are we going to do? Just sit here thinking about what would have watched it. We yeah. do that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> Just speculate. We have no Absolutely no information. No idea, no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> But you heard it here first. <laughs> that we don't know. <laughs> um, oh my god, there's some splits. Okay, you gonna also, read this out? Yeah. So I think um, Sydney McLaughlin ran 47.91 um, for her relay leg. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. That's yeah, crazy. Four by four. 47.91. That is ridiculous. They finished with 317.79. It is. That is a relay split. So. It is. A wow, bit look at that. That's three, three seconds faster. Well, two and a two, half two seconds and half faster. Anyone else? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to the episode. Tipping contest came down right to the wire. Um, it was a feel for uh, Will Tucker. Yeah. He led start to finish and got, and then faltered on the last day. Yeah. Um, at least he got his name called out a few times. He did. But, it, yeah, ended up losing an account back. Um, Sorry, so, Will. We ended Be up had, next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, he, he thought Peter Ball was going to run 143 flat. Yeah, who the... F- 143 flat. I was going to say, who the fuck would think you'd do that? That was... I said that. Really? Not 143 flat, but I said 143. <laughs> Most people something. said 143. Yeah. So... It's because uh, we're... You know, it's all about patriotism. Yeah, it was a slow it. 800 
for the men's. Yeah, it was. Like championship. But uh, yeah, so we had five people correctly tip nine. Um, yeah, so we had to go back to the, the Peter Bowl count back. That is phenomenal. Those five people getting. I nine. know they did really good. As a, a like to draw a contrast, I picked two. <laughs> no, I'm a you, you, it was you, two, right? No, 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 four, four. Okay, you were four. I was seven. Okay, so I did pretty Sorry. good. Yeah, but four. I'm the co-host of this podcast. I got four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> people are getting nine. People listen to this last one and go, "Why the hell did I listen to this podcast it, for my athletic news?" But honestly, we should have we should have um, had a thing where if you got you know ten out of ten, then you can just co-host next year's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with you, sub me out. Well. It wasn't 10. It was 14. It was 9 out of 14. So it's not that good when you think I mean, about 10, it. I meant 10 out of 10, like 100% of 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, the winners. In first place, we had Liam Johnson. So he won because he tipped 144.3. Yeah, so he wow. was still over a second off. Yeah. But that was the closest. Cause everyone, everyone has faith in Peter Bolt, yeah, which exactly. is good. Which they should. Um, second, Matt Hansen in 143. And he said 143.6. And then third, Doug Buckeridge. In one forty three point five six, um, well first done, two guys. have said yes to the mailing list. Doug has said no. And ah. I, yeah, I've already brought this up to him because I do my long run at Fernie with him. Um, <laughs> so he will not be getting any prizes. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Doug. Or I'll, or I'll be changing his no to a yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a clause. That was a trick. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Shout out also to Liam Wolford who lost his third spot by one tenth. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, it was, it was exciting. T- it was really, really tight. Yeah, a fair few people on eight tips, uh, a lot of people on seven. So, Good job and, and thanks to everyone, obviously, for, for um, participating in the tipping competition. Yeah, we'll be we in contact with the, with the winners. For the prizes from yeah. Up There Athletics. Um, we also will be doing this next year again. I think it was really successful. So, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully if, bigger if and better Liam, next time. If Liam Johnson wins next year, then he's definitely hacking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, who's the one that we thought was a robot? Wasn't he? <laughs> no, yeah. That was Will Tucker, the cyborg. Oh, yeah, yeah. Will yeah. Tucker, yeah. He was um, hacking into the mainframe of the Yeah, FNK and everyone has been asking for like live leaderboards of the- uh, Yeah, come like, on. Like, what do you think we're a tech company? Exactly. Like, it's just like, I'm in a spread, Excel spreadsheet. I've got Let's no idea. Got, it could be wrong. We're growing the, pretty fast. We'll probably be a tech company soon. The, these are, I, I've done an Excel spreadsheet. This could be wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doug's looking and going, man, I did two. <laughs> and I said, yes, the mailing list. I said, I said bowl run two flat. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, good job to, to everyone. So we will be in touch with those prizes. Um, Brett, run us through your top three performances of the competition. Yeah. So definitely my number one is Jake Whiteman winning the 1500. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the thief. But I don't know. Like I know Jake; he's the world's nicest guy, and just kind of the, the look on his face when he when he had one. Can you tell me more about how you, how you um know Jake? Why? Because <laughs> <laughs> I took the absolute piss out of Luke because he went on this big long rant about like you know how much he's you know he was going to be coached by his dad Jeff, oh, and he was mate. really saying that. And I just said, "You're just trying to attach yourself to this story, mate." Okay, <laughs> Luke was going to be coached by his dad Jeff, and then <laughs> Jeff sent him like an email of like what's required required as a professional athlete, and then Luke was like, "Now nah, I'm going to get him a mum." <laughs> 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 like, this is the, how hard the training is going to be. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to go to my mom. <laughs> uh, yeah, Luke doesn't even know him. But uh, <laughs> second for me was the uh, women's 800. Yep. I just thought it was such a great, great, great finish race and a yeah, good finish to the uh, championship. Yeah. Um, and then the women's 400 hurdles, even though we didn't really cover it, but it was it pretty was just, insane, oh, it was just right? 
Yeah, those three girls are so good. Cindy McLaughlin is so good. And then now she's just she's better than so good. Yeah, she's you know like once in a generation um, athlete. Not even just in her event. It's like once in a generation athlete. It's just so ridiculously. I'd love to see her run the four hundred flat. Yeah, and and like do that championship. Yeah, why? I'd love to see that. Yeah. So what was yours? Um, Well, I called you a thief because I picked Whiteman for. I think called Jake Whiteman a thief. No, like stealing calling, the medal. Like. No, I was calling you a thief for stealing my number one because <laughs> um, I wrote mine down first and you were like, oh, yeah, I guess I'll put that in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the second was the women's 3,000 steeple. That was, for yeah. me, that was like, I don't know, I just absolutely love that one. Our tip's going head to head. Yeah, and it. also just the way that um, Nora Geruto, you know, and yeah, Winfred Yavi, your, your tip, they were just, the way they raced, that, especially that last like, well, down the back straight, all four of them. Yeah, well, they're like, punched up. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I, I was just on the edge of my seat because um, Nora Duruto was like, she's obviously went into it with the fastest, um, the big, fastest big Q because she smashed her heat. Uh, but she just didn't want to, she stayed at the front. And then every time, every time Yavi came up on the outside, she just went again. And it was just shit. She's burning her, her energy, but she just stuck, stuck through it. Did that final water jump crazy and, and won. So that was, yeah, that was definitely. My second standout performance and my third was the men's 10,000. Yeah. With that big, you know, sort of sprint finish. Chapter guy winning. Yeah, really, that was cool. That really was actually good. good. Yeah. I was like falling asleep because it was so early in the morning, but yeah. it was definitely entertaining. It also, I think we should better say uh, Eleanor Patterson. Yeah. Getting our gold medal. Yeah. Which is, yeah, pretty amazing. For sure. For sure. And Kelsey Lee Barber. Oh, and Kelsey Lee Barber. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, Kelsey. Double, double golds. Yeah, double golds. Yeah. So... Pretty, yeah, I reckon pretty successful. Lucky we got some field athletes in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> Our runners next, are shit. <laughs> maybe, maybe next year we'll just cover field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so a few thank yous. Yeah, for sure. So obviously this um, this whole series wouldn't have been possible without the, the following people. So for the athletes, thanks to uh, Benjamin Buckingham, Amy Cashin, Georgia Griffiths, Stewie McSwain, Jack Rayner, and Jess Hull for uh, all the interviews. Um, thanks to Luke Matthews for replacing Brett yesterday while he was off winning the Sydney Harbour 10K. Thanks to Simon Carey for uh, donating his house while he's away holidaying in Thailand for us to use as a Very studio. nice of him just to do that. Very nice, us, yeah. yeah. I was just sending him a message going, hey, mate, can you piss off to Thailand so we can yeah. use your house as a studio? He's like, I suppose. Yeah. I'll ask my boss if I can get time off work. <laughs> um, thanks to Lachlan Duffy and Jamie Timoney for doing uh, five episodes each, or one did five, one did six for the mixing and mastering for us. And Brett, you wanted to give the last thanks? <laughs> I was wondering if you had seen this. And thanks to Nozomi Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> For running 19 events in the championship yeah. and being an absolute hero. She's awesome. She's Yeah, I would say she's my new one of my new favorite athletes yeah. for sure. And obviously, last but not least, thanks to Up Their Athletics because without their support, this uh, whole World Athletics Championship special wouldn't have been possible. Um, we will be returning to the normal podcast this week, but it will be released on Thursday um, because we need a few days off just to replenish the brain cells and, you know, get more. Imagine we had to do the main episode right now. Like it finish would, it this just and be, then just do it. It would just be so junk. Yeah. People would you'd probably get like, it'd probably only get like 50,000 downloads. I know. Just yeah, be it'd shit. be so disappointing. Yeah. Um, and as a result of that being released at the end of the week, there will be no Q&A. So our next Q&A will come out next Thursday night. So... Yeah, stay tuned for that. Pretty sad, hey? It is. It's been a long 11 days, but I'm pretty it's, excited it's been good. Me. But um, yeah, happy is over. I was, I was <laughs> sad say, and happy. Ma- mainly happy that obviously I see you a lot, but 
but I'm pretty happy that I don't have to meet you for yeah. the 11th for a 12th day in a row and spend four hours just sitting next to you on a, on a couch yeah. or opposite a mic to yeah. you. But um, no, it's been it's been phenomenal. Yeah, I um, hope people have enjoyed it. Hopefully, I think they um, have. Well, you obviously up when you're up in Sydney, um, and myself, I went to support my athletes at Run Melbourne. We had like you know a lot of people coming up to us telling yeah. us they loved the the broadcast. Yeah, so. so. With the, with, you know, when the listeners like it, it means that we'll be back. Yeah, bit of exposure for the sport as well. So that's right. Awesome, mate. See you later. See ya. Thanks again for, to Up There Athletics for sponsoring this episode. Drop into their physical space at 179 Flinders Lane or shop the full collection online, upthereathletics.com. <laughs>